Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Hey, what's going on back there? Oh, hey, Tim. Hey, what it's, are you doing? Uh, soup supper time, so I'm getting some, oh. some uh, chicken, chicken noodle here. Chicken noodle. Yeah, got my hand sanitizer. Excellent. Yeah, what are you? Oh, hey, you got soup too. Yeah, but we're supposed to be doing the podcast. Uh, oh, hey, it is podcast time. All right. Well, oh, what have you uh, got over there? Uh, why don't you come get a bowl of chicken noodle and I'll, I'll get, uh, I got my uh, oh. soup uh, <laughs> soup plate. This is what I use at soup t- supper time in, in Lent. We have soup suppers every Wednesday night and uh, my friend John Sawyer made me a, a, a five bowl carrier a few years ago, and and I can hold five bowls of different soup. But uh, we know we know our church family is not able to come to soup supper, so we're bringing soup supper to you. And perhaps um, you could get out your favorite soup um, and join us while you watch this podcast and eat soup. Uh, we're going to try not to be too gross while we eat in front of you. Um, Tim, I'm real sorry you don't have a um, soup bowl carrier. You know, I just. I don't. It's I don't really rank impressive. as high as, as you well, do. Well, I've been around a while, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty old, and I wasn't going to mention. Yeah, that. yeah. You know, we have bread here. Mine is in this uh, very tightly sealed bag. Yours is just out, exposed. I took. To... I took it out. Oh, so you I took could it eat out. It. Okay. So, yeah. um, but uh, this this bread, it is from yeah. the Congress in downtown Palouse. Yeah. Uh, purchased from one of my cross country runners, Elvis. His his mom baked it and. Just cool local stuff happening. Um, you want to just say uh, a word of blessing for the soups and for people who might be watching it while yeah. they're eating soup? You sure. can pause, make your soup, come back. Yeah, you could do that. Well, let's pray. Okay. Father God, we give you thanks for this soup. Uh, may it nourish our bodies, uh, and may your word and the truth of it nourish our souls. Uh, Father, we pray for our community and for those who may be watching and listening to uh, this podcast. Uh, that you would bless us, bless them in this time. Uh, give them peace. Uh, give them courage to go forward in uh, faith uh, and to walk in faith following after you. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thanks for praying. So my wife made a chicken noodle soup, and you've got your wife made... Uh, Tuscan potato. Tuscan potato, and it has... Uh, Everybody's favorite kale in kale. it, and it looks like some meat, huh? Some uh, sausage, yeah. You know, you know. Ooh, that is a rich-looking soup, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Just this taste is, test it for this everybody. This is one of our favorites. Mm. So, wow, this is what your wife was going to bring to um, soup supper. Soup supper, tonight, yeah. Mmm, that's very good. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, but. Something I like to do is um, take Ooh. a piece of bread you dip it in and your soup, dip yeah. it in the old Tuscan potato. Mm. Very good. Very good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, what are we? Well, I wanted to mention. We're not going to just sit here and eat. No, soup. no, 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 no. I wanted to mention to you we got some fan mail. Oh, we got fan mail. Yeah. This well, let's do fan mail first before we do our right. Didn't See It Coming book, which could we have picked a more appropriate title, folks? I don't, I don't know if that's so. possible. So. Anyway, we're um, going to do a devotion yeah. from that in a bit, which is something we do at Soup Supper, but we have fan mail. I, it's, now, the f- it's the first time. Is that because people are subscribing to our YouTube account? 
Have you subscribed? Are you sharing it? I mean, <laughs> what's going on well, here? Well, we've got 20, 24 subscribers. 24. We're, we're, we're shooting 24 for 24% of the way to 100. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe that's gone up even since I uh, I created 10 so. Google accounts. That's Stop. probably why it's up. No, I didn't. I didn't. I don't know how to do it. But um, uh, we got some fan mail from... Uh, Arabella, it says, for oh, Tim and hey, Corey. It's your daughter, but we'll take it. We'll take it, yeah. yeah. For Tim and Corey. Uh, A.K.A. A.K.A. the great podcast people. Ooh, Ooh. the great podcast people. Is that for Tim Sisters or Tim Seavers? You know what? That's um, not Tim co- Sisters not is clear. his uh, coronavirus <laughs> alter ego. <laughs> Long story. If you haven't watched all our podcasts, you don't know what you that means. Okay. And then there's some drawings, I think, Ooh, of vegetables One of them's kind of a something. scary banana. And then there's this. Um, I, can I you want, hold that up to the camera? I want maybe? to be uh, with the people. I want to be with the people. Your daughter is an extrovert like your wife. Yes. Arabella and, is. And, she, and Ainsley is an introvert, introvert yes. like you. Yes. And then Asher's his own person. He's, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Yes. Probably yes. a little yes. more extroverted. But, oh, you think he is? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. There we this go. This is awesome. You know, thank mail, you, Arabella. So. Hey, yeah, send thanks. us your fan mail. Uh, spray with Lysol first. Yeah. No. Just it, send whatever. it. Whatever. We'll, you know, if you we'll send, spray it. You could, you could scan it or take a picture and send it to us. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we could share it, read yeah. it on the on hey, the podcast and or vlog. That reminds me. If a kid like Arabella or your kid out there or your grandkid wants to, in this time, have a pen pal with... Some of our orphans Great, in Uganda. Yeah. This is something we were doing anyway. We were just launching it. And so we can do this virtually. You can write a letter, write a note, draw a picture, and we can send it uh, via a message app that we have uh, to to Pastor Martin. And the, the child over there in Uganda will see it. And then they will send back a picture <clears> or a note or whatever and try to get somebody about the same age. Right, yeah. So if your kid's interested in doing that, um, like Arabella made us a note, your kid or a grandkid could make a note for some kids in Uganda, and we yeah. could facilitate that. Would really, that could would be really a ministry like yeah. to kind of connect our kids in this time. So, yes, great so, idea. Yeah. yeah. I, I also got a, a package in the mail. I ordered some some resources. Yeah, go ahead and talk that, while that I That will not, <laughs> not uh-huh. be getting used <laughs> for mm. the foreseeable <laughs> future. Uh, and one of them was uh, I needed to get a purchase up over a certain amount to get a free shipping or whatever, yeah. so I had to spend $1.20 or something like that. Okay. So I found these cute little bookmarks uh, that have, uh, it's a bookmark ruler with the books of the Bible on it. And I was thinking, I don't have one for all the people or whatever, but this could be a fun thing to try to do when... What are we doing? To try to memorize the books of the Bible in oh, order, right? Oh, I see. Um, I, got the, you. I don't know. So I do thought you, you meant make clear plastic rulers. No, no, no. Rulers. Don't do that. Like, no. Maybe you could... <laughs> Maybe you could try to memorize all the books of the Bible. That could be a kid assignment during this time. Or, you know, you could start with the New Testament. Do you know all the books of the Bible in order? I have before, but if you want to ask me to do it right now, I can usually do it in chunks, interestingly enough. But um, if you were to ask me to go 1 to 66 right now, I probably probably would stumble. I I think I can do the New Testament, but I don't really want to do that right now because we have other things to do in this podcast. Yeah, we do. But it could be a fun challenge. That's my way of getting out of it. So let me see that. I think we'll have to come back to Pastor Corey on that. There's a ruler with tiny little names. But But that could um, be good just to help familiarize yourself with the Bible and where things are. Okay. So when we talk about... They also have that in the table of contents. Yes, but it's good to just know. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I yes, have sir. found it very helpful yes, to just know where yeah. they are located. For example, I memorize where all them. the snacks are located in my house, especially during this time. Like, yes. There's a picture on uh, Facebook, you know, the Facebook. Uh, the Facebook yes. That was a really fat baby, like with rolls just everywhere. And it said um, on the meme, 
It said what I looked like after I ate all the quarantine snacks. <laughs> in two days. In two days. They said that in one day. Yeah. Yes. So um, funny, not funny. But we got to laugh during this time. We got to have fun. That's part of what we want to be doing with these uh, podcasts. Maybe we'll be doing a longer one. Um, these, you know, we should say some of this is on audio and we're showing things that you can't see. So check out the YouTube page as well. Uh, but we want to have some encouraging posts and podcasts and. Uh, so check out our page. You know, there's I'll, I'll, I'll be trying to do a daily encouraging post. Uh, our podcast may not be every day. We're, we're doing that for now. Uh, we'll see, you know. And, um, yeah, we're going to do a, a briefer one coming up on how to pray in this time. Right now, we're going to move to... Uh, didn't see it didn't, coming. Didn't, didn't see it coming. Do you have your didn't book? Didn't see it coming. Yeah, it's right here. What? Oh, I, what were you looking for? You were just... Like visually didn't saying, see didn't see it coming. Yeah. Okay, those kind yeah. of effects—they don't get the benefit of of that on the no, the old uh, Apple Podcast, Google, TuneIn, SoundCloud. But the video people—they're um, probably like Tim's such an you, idiot. You know what's dangerous is we are flying without a stopwatch. We You're did this right. yesterday. Are, yeah. um, you want to go check our time? No. no? Okay. No. We're just gonna fly without a stopwatch. Yeah. And we'll be um, good. yeah. So. We are in the section, part three of the book, Didn't See It Coming, and it's called Disconnection. And holy cow, uh, a lot of us have had to disconnect from a lot of things um, uh, involuntarily right now. Some have had to disconnect from work, and they really didn't want to. Um, some are disconnecting from schools. Some, like me, um, I, I don't get to drive my bus right now. Uh, my routine is upset. You know, how do I deal with that? Uh, I can't visit my family in Spokane right now. That's just the way it is. Uh, I can still connect with them in other ways. Right. And we're trying to do that. But uh, our connections are being disrupted. And so we are in this section called uh, Disconnected. One of those seven seven experiences or greatest challenges that no one expects, uh, but everyone experiences. Right. Um, so Newhoff makes the the statement that we've really never been more connected, and I'm using those, what, what do you call those? Air, air quotes. Air yeah. quotes. Air quotes. Um, and so we have all these technological means of being connected, and yet we can still find ourselves isolated. And he, he differentiates isolation from solitude. Right. Like and solitude, solitude is good, and can, it's a yeah. gift from God. It yeah. can be a good Christian discipline, you know, going on a a solo walk where you're being reflective or sitting at your your table and just you know reflecting alone on the word of god and that could be good but isolation which is what many of us are doing right now to spread the slow or slow the spread of the virus right. it can be difficult and um he says this is our strange 21st century paradox we're connected to more people than ever uh than ever before and we've never felt more alone Right. I think that's true for many folks, connected and yet, um, yet not. And and yet at the same time, he makes he he says you know technology is easy to blame, but he has this interesting uh, argument in the book that maybe technology just amplifies what's already there. Right. Yeah. So if you're a bit of a narcissist, it can help you be more of a narcissist. If you're somebody who likes to retreat away from people, you can use gaming or whatever to spend even less time with people. Um, the technology just didn't cause our relational issues or our connectedness issues, but they can expose or deepen some of our our issues and maybe reveal. It's a positive way of looking at. It. They can reveal some of the challenges that we have per, as persons. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, I thought that was really good. And then he has this metaphor of uh, going back and watching some old episodes of Little House on the Prairie and how slow, yeah. not only how the slow life was life back was, on the yeah. prairie, but yeah. like the TV show was made in the 70s and 80s and how differently or more slowly they produced TV shows then and what they focused on as opposed to maybe how we do TV shows now with the action and fast-paced clips and and stuff and and so I thought I thought that was that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe consider watching some Little House on the Prairie at home during this time. Yeah. Maybe we're, or we're, or reenacting? No. Yeah. Who would Why you not? be? I I don't know. Who yeah. Yeah, I okay. don't know. I've listened. That I, bearded uh, guy, what was his name? Mr. Uh, you know, uh, I can't remember. See, I have to be honest. I'm not. You're not a I'm big. Not well, I read all the books with my kids. I'm not well equipped in the Little House on the Prairie. Okay. I have listened to the audio books oh. on long drives, but it was a long time okay. ago. Gotcha. So uh, he talks about the death of two good friends, and he's not talking about human friends, but the demise of genuine conversation and the death of confession. confession yeah. And he talks in that demise of genuine conversation that social media and our personality quirks have kind of combined to um, enabled us, enable us to have a lot of monologues instead mm, of yeah. really conversing. Yeah, and instead yeah. of conversing, it's more like we give each other status updates, mm. uh, not over the technology, but even when we gather as people... That we're just, oh, status update. Right, right. <laughs> it's here's like, we went, here's a tweet. <laughs> or we don't check in with people because, oh, I know what's going on with them. I saw that. Right, their, saw it on Facebook. I saw, yeah. saw them on Insta. Insta, ooh. Yeah. On the gram. On the gram, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also the death of confession. And, we, you know, most of us don't go to a confessional booth. Nope. I make Tim do that as a requirement of employment. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. That must uh, be new for year four. Year five, going into year five, that's a new requirement. Yeah, a new requirement based on your <laughs> annual job review. <laughs> no, just kidding. Not, just kidding. Okay. So um, <laughs> confession is part of prayer and life, the part of prayer and life where we come before God and one another to admit all that we aren't, our shortcomings, our intentional sins, and a myriad of unintentional sins. And so, I, you know, he's saying... Part of our connectedness that we're losing in our culture, um, he talks about we're developing a, uh, a high arrogance population where we think we're always right. Um, and he cites an old study of kids from like the 1950s. If you asked them if they're highly unique or something, most of them would have said no. And now most young people say yes. Everybody is. Yeah, yeah. And we are unique, but like most people think they're especially unique or something. Uh, and we're creating a um, people that have a high arrogance and yet a, truly have a low self-esteem. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a strange, weird combination. And he, he's saying that maybe we, we need to realize that part of our connectedness is having honest relationships where we, with certain people, we confess our shortcomings uh, our spouses our accountability partners maybe a bible study um, and we admit uh, what's wrong with us instead of having to pretend on instagram or social media that we've got it all together mm -hmm. and I've, I've seen some brave folks <clears throat> even on social media like practice confession yeah and i guess you could do that in a way where you're almost bragging like 
look how humble I am. But I think there are some people that are doing it very genuine, yeah, yeah. genuine ways. Yeah. Bonhoeffer warns Bonhoeffer warns us in Life Together against that. Dietrich kind of Bonhoeffer, break, theologian break a, and author from breaking, the uh, breaking confession. Yeah, breaking confession. You yeah. know, I this was something I've been reading about in my one of my classes, and I kind of struggled with this idea. It's just that mm. confession mm. isn't really a part of our. It's not really a part of our culture in the church, and Bonhoeffer was insistent that it was integral to the health of a community that there be. Uh, personal confession between people. Uh, and so I've been kind of wrestling with that idea. I read in a book somewhere, idea, so. confess your sins one to another. Yeah, yeah. yeah you read that in Bible. a book somewhere? Yeah, yeah it's in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, uh, we've kind of removed that element out of the church in mm. many places, mm -hmm. and we confess uh, generally, as, it, but not even as much as we should. I think general confessions... Uh, and so this is, this is, it was interesting to read this in light of also reading uh, in Bonhoeffer. Yeah. And, and so I get what he's saying here. Yeah, so, yeah. I think it's, uh, it's something we need to consider for sure. And so each section has like the kind of the diagnosis and the cure yeah. or the diagnosis yeah. and the antidote. Right. And so, yeah, I agree with you. Conf not having confession is part of the problem. So obviously in the other section learn how to confess, right, right. but also not thinking that surface solutions are going to help our disconnectedness issue, like just ditching your phone won't won't help is right, the name, because that's actually a, the name of the chapter, ditching your a, phone won't help. a deeper human problem right. that we have, and we need to address it. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and so we may need to look at how we're using technology to escape our family relationships or to, to not talk to our spouse or something, but we have to look deeper and we have to, as he says, foster the art of conversation and, um, and learn how to talk to each other again. And, yeah. and maybe this forced isolation for many is an opportunity to do that. It's also an opportunity to be tense with each other and ungracious and, and retreat to our corners. So you know, just because we're, a lot of us are getting isolated together doesn't mean we'll actually grow together unless mm. we intentionally use it that right. way, right? Right. Um, so he also talks about boundaries and limits about when it's good to, you know, disconnect, to get connected. We have some books in our church library about that. Um, but when to shut things off, he talks about what his family does, you know, not having screens, um, at the dinner table of any type, um, you know, I know I don't sleep with a, a phone in my bedroom. That's my choice, um, you know, because I've learned that you sleep differently if, you, if it is nearby, um, even if you turn the notifications off. So, um, but not just what you get rid of, but what also are you going to do? Um, playing board games together, doing a family night together, um, having a date where you leave the phones in the car, you know, and so lo lots of good I ideas. Um, what, what what do you think was your favorite stuff out of the antidote section, Tim? Ooh, um, the antidote section. I, I'm, um, I like asking you questions because then I can eat. You the... can eat. Mm -hmm. So um, mm. one of the things mm. I really liked was that. <laughs> Gosh. Mm. One of the things I really liked was his discussion about that art of conversation and mm -hmm. nurturing that. Uh, he called it, you know, conversation is like a ping pong game where there's this back and forth. And if you're having a conversation, you know, because I'm like, what's the practical tool here? If you're having a conversation and there's no conversation coming back at you, you might start asking more questions yourself. And that reminded me of uh, a conversation we had had on the previous podcast about nurturing... <laughs> Sorry. 
keep going. Keep going. You're good. You're uh, good nurturing curiosity, it. right? Mm. And mm-hmm. that 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 can. I was thinking that could also be a part then of how we how we overcome this disconnectedness is nurturing curiosity yeah. about the people that we're talking to. And and there's uh, a scripture, of course, that says that you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And so what are we doing to find out what are the interests of other people? And are we curious about what that is? And, yeah, good And stuff. how simple is that to just ask some questions, you, you know? And Our friend Carmina in Philadelphia, I don't know if you're listening, Carmina, but... Hi, uh, Carmina, yeah, if you are. Yeah, hope you are. Uh, <laughs> You know, when she asks her kids or our kids when she comes and visits, how, how was your day? And they say, good. She then always says, what was good about it? Yeah. You know, in a curious way. And I think that's pretty cool. We've tried to implement that. So what was good about it? It's really easy to just give the brief answer. and So dig a little deeper and go beneath right. the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to know what was good yeah. about it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So that's I cool. like that. And then um, one of the other things that I really liked, at the, it's at the very end, is it's about her. You, it's... Um, What's your hurry? What's your hurry? And I don't remember the quote right now, but there's a a great quote in there about uh, he's talking to somebody who asked how he could deepen his spiritual walk or something like that, and the answer was don't hurry, and he was writing these notes, and so he's like, well, what's next? And he's like, there's nothing else. Just don't hurry. It's Yeah, Uh, Dallas Willard. Which is, um, it contradicts like everything in our society, this fast-paced hurry, hurry, Mm -hmm. get more done produce more, be more, do more, all those things. And it's all about how fast we get it done. And what we're hearing back from this book is slow down, intentionally slow down. You can't be in a hurry all the time and you need to have margin and you need to practice Sabbath and you need to um, have solitude and rest that are part of your life. Those are important to being healthy. Uh, anytime. So. And we're going to talk about some of those in right. the podcast. If these goes on, go on, we're going to bring up some of those disciplines. Um, the ruthless elimination of hurry. It's that a, was yeah. It. It's it's <laughs> a quote from Dallas Willard. Great books out there by Dallas Willard. He's now uh, in glory. But um, there's a new author that got permission to use that phrase, the ruthless elimination of hurry, as a as a book title. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah. Tina's got the book. There's some podcasts out about it. Good stuff. So cool. that's the um, the book report of the book sharing, yeah, and yeah. we're enjoying our soup and our bread from the Congress, and this is just a great time with you. I hope you're getting to have some soup maybe while we did this, uh, maybe after you watch this. Who knows? But uh, yeah. we, we love you. God is with us all. God is working. God is good. Uh, he's calling us to be wise, safe, loving, and generous in this time. So Amen. we should uh, probably sign off. Yeah. We don't know yeah. how much time is left we in don't. our limit. We don't. Yeah. So we yeah. got to do it. So you're okay. going to turn the video off? Yeah, I'll go turn the video off. Cool. Well, uh, thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Pastor Corey and Tim coming to you from our studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington, and wishing you a blessed week. 2305. <laughs> so we have a.